who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown, let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. This episode of the IGN UK podcast is brought to you by Alienware. Check out their latest generation of gaming laptops, desktops, monitors and accessories featuring truly out-of-this-world designs. Visit alienware.co.uk today. It's another episode of the IGN UK podcast, and oh, have we got a treat for you today. Joe Scrabbles, you're a treat. Damn right, I'm a snack. (laughs) Yeah, you are. And all the way from San Francisco via Newcastle-upon-Tyne, Lucy James. Hey-oh, I'd say it's probably probably the other way around, though. No, that's why I was trying to work that out. I think that is right. I am from. No, it is right. Fire. In, yeah, but would you? Say, I'm not. I'm not in Newcastle at the present. Yeah, so no, you have not. gone via Newcastle to get there. It, oh, it works. Yeah. It works. He, it he works. was right, but we both were confused. I've which been practicing this for makes... hours in my head. And I'm sorry. It is very. It's very early in the morning here. It is. It's like half seven. This is the first thing you've done today. But is there any better way to start your day? Than, than doing work for a competitor, a competitor <laughs> company. <laughs> then chatting with my two friends who I miss very dearly. Aww. Yes. Lucy, who are you? Oh, the eternal question. Um, I am a senior video producer. If you want to classify me by my work, senior video producer over at GameSpot.com, a fine video game and entertainment website, uh, mm. youtube.com slash GameSpot. Um, I <laughs> all right. I've done my contractual obligation. <laughs> um, yeah, I've just I've worked at Gamespot for six years. I've been in the UK games industry long, you know, two years on top of that. Known you fine lads for a good few years. Um, mm-hmm. I work on a lot of stuff over at Gamespot. I host the uh next gen show generation next i'm on the podcast i work on the original programming team so stuff like 
audio logs, remember when, uh, load out, that's all my team, and just just prolific over there. Pro- just just generally prolific. Prolific. Cut, it's all good cut stuff. Cut all of that and just go from I am and then <laughs> prolific. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but also, and, I play Overwatch with you boys a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe too much. Maybe too much. Well. Um, got some important <laughs> questions for you. Major Lucy. questions. Major questions. What is your favourite game? Of all time or right now? All time. My, all time. All time. Um, all time. It, it, Okami. Really? Oh, yeah. that's a good one. I didn't know that yeah. about you. Yeah, I would have. Game... You know what? I would have said Kingdom Hearts two, but I have soured on Kingdom Hearts since the release of three. So. I think that's fair. Uh, Akami I, has been yeah. a game that has I've started three times and has always been too long. Oh, Do you that's think the same it for is me. Too long. I've got a few hours in and fell off. Mm. It's a game that I played at a very particular time in my life where I had the time to finish mm. it. And honestly, if you push through that, uh, the beginning especially is quite egregious because the text in that game and the... <laughs> is, uh, can be grating, I'll give it that, but it is a very beautiful and very a very adorable game. It is incredible. Like mm. It's mad that it still looks that good. When they did that yeah. re-release the other year and it was like... It just looked perfect, even amid modern games. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, Kamiya can really make a game, can't he? He's good he at can. that. Nice. He's good. And while I just quickly close my window to stop any more aeroplane noise, oh. what's your favourite film? <gasps> um, yo, I wasn't expected to be given these hard questions at such an early point in the morning. Uh, mm. Eter- Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I would say. That is a good one. Did you That's get that card? Did you hear it? No, I missed Eternal it. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> oh, that is... Michelle... What, isn't that just the saddest time you could possibly have? I know, yeah. it's, <laughs> but it's one of those ones where every time I go into it, I'm like, oh, remember kooky old Michelle Gondry and all his ideas? <laughs> and then you're I, like... I love that. Oh, this isn't yeah. Be Kind Rewind. It's the sad yeah. one. <laughs> nah, I absolutely love that film as well. Uh, it is... Soundtrack as well. Number 33 oh. on the IMDb for people who... Care. Did you know that off the top of your head? Me. Yeah. No, I literally just looked it up. Okay, good. Okay. Wait, did you have it open in I a tab? I, I just clicked on it. You see, my hands are so quick and nimble that you didn't even realise me opening a tab. But have you got it in a... Have you bookmarked <laughs> it? No, but I can just type in let and it opens. Oh, okay. That's right, okay. Let. No, history. Okay. Like, it's on letterbox. Oh, so. I thought it was in a Google... I've seen the Google Doc. You have. You saw the original mm-hmm. rustic form of the sign. <laughs> rustic form. They crumpled up piece of paper first, if you look and in, then it was a Google yeah, Doc. My mind. Yeah, if you look in mind. the background of the beautiful pastoral painting, Constable's the Hayway, and you'll find the CIMDB <laughs> on an old bit of Google sheet in the back of it. It's funny how they knew back then. It's like the new Da Vinci Code. It's, cra- it's crazy <laughs> that Constable was so into your <laughs> ordered listing. <laughs> it's what he does. Um, have you got a favourite TV show? Ooh, uh, I love Lost and Battlestar Galactica and Arrested Development. They're my children. I could not, Good different vibes. Could not choose between them. Which one do you think Very you've fair. watched the most times? Arrested Development. Yeah, Easily. Fair. Like, Lost, I think I've... Lost had such a profound impact on me because it was the first show um, that I fully became... Um, 
involved in the internet culture of it. Oh. You know, I was on the, I wasn't on the podcast, but I was listening to the podcast. I was trawling through forums. Um, I was looking at all of the, the external stuff they were doing to feed into the show and like had theories. My sister and I would ring or text each other after every episode. Um, but I've only seen it through twice, I think. But everyone in quarantine is watching it. Like yeah, young Simon I'm Cardi. It for the first time. Yeah. I'm just started the second series, so I'm getting along with it. Oh, and I'm enjoying it very much. It's a great show. Well and that's the thing, it's one of those rare shows that a lot of it has stuck with me, even though it was almost twenty years ago. Mm. Which is terrifying. I I I <laughs> I think I've said it before, but the only reason I didn't carry on with Lost after Series 1 is because it did the move from Channel 4 to Sky 1, and I didn't have yeah. Sky, so I just got really sad. And those yeah. were the days when it was expensive to keep up with something, so I was like, fuck yep. this. No, <laughs> my my stepdad, and that was when he and my mum had just started dating, mm. uh, had Sky, and he would tape it for me. So immediately... That I is he immediately stepdad <laughs> points. ...endeared yep. himself to me. Um... Amazing. Yeah. And the big question, of course. Ooh. Have you seen The Prestige? You know I have. <laughs> Why if I have to ask it? <laughs> Can't go against the format. There's lots of people that might not know. No, that's true. I have seen The Prestige quite a few times. I think the last time I, I watched it was when I was uh, on the train, on the plane back from uh, San Francisco to the UK last time. Rented it. Was that Christmas? It was a good film. Yeah. Would have been. Oh, that is a good Christmas yeah. film as well. That's a good Christmas it's a film. Great Christmas film. I believe you had a dream about it last night, Lucy. I did. So I haven't had to wake up. Um, I usually wake up at about eight eight thirty, uh, depend mm. depending on what meetings I've got going on. Um, and I had to be up for like seven fifteen today, and I had an anxiety dream about it. But my anxiety dream manifested in the fact that you guys are going to see the Prestige, and I didn't want to be late. Um, there were also other bits involved in the dream that I didn't tell you about where it was also like a really awkward meeting with people that I went to school with but haven't seen since I left. And one of them was like a girl that I'm no longer friends with because she turned into a bit of a dick. Um, and like another one was just a really random person that I didn't even hang out with. Um, and then Jake Decker, uh, Dave Jewett, and Tamor were there also. And it was a nice little crew. We went to see the Prestige. I, I told Tam the other day. I had a nice. I don't. I don't remember my dreams often anymore. But I had a dream where it was just in. I don't know whose house it was, but me and I saw Tam for like the first time because I haven't seen Tam in like a year now, or six, oh, six months. Yeah. But, uh, just saw him and we just had a big hug, Aww. and that was the dream. <laughs> it was lovely. Remember hugs. Uh, do you remember people? Yeah, they were good. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're not just here to talk about you, Lucy. Get over yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of stuff to talk about this week, Ooh. including some news that happened merely an hour or two ago when we were recording this, which caused quite the scramble at our end. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it's the 35th anniversary of mario joe scrabbles run us through what they've told us oh fucking nintendo with their drops out of nowhere <laughs> it's real i had to, i was having such a nice chill out day <laughs> i was ready for the podcast and then fucking all the mario games got announced so uh lucy i don't believe you know much of what got announced so i'm i'm interested in your in your take um mm. So the this main the main one is the big rumored thing, Super Mario mm-hmm. 3D All-Stars, which contains 
Super Mario 64, Super Mario mm-hmm. Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy, but not Super Mario Galaxy 2 for no reason. Oh. Um, <laughs> and also, apparently, according to a press release, is coming out on September 18th, which is great, but will only be on sale until March 31st. <laughs> at, which very point, odd. at which point, what? They delete it? <laughs> like, and Nintendo are like, right. Like, they're they so right? weird. They're, they're such a weird like, company. They, they're their own. It's not like they've got to get this license off of anyone. Yeah. yeah who are you competing <laughs> with? Yourself. So, I, Sonic. I think <laughs> my best guess is they'll release all three as separate downloads at the end yeah. of that time that you have to pay more mm. for, whether that's in a new virtual console or in some form, because that is too bizarre. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably like, yeah, they've just worded it badly, and that's it's like a limited-time deal for six months rather than yeah. they're disappearing forever. So, so what they've said is, like, there is a limited-edition physical one. That's definitely going to stop when it runs out. But then mm-hmm. they've specifically said digital will only be sold till March 31st. But the only thing other in there that you would lose if it went away is... Um, They've got like a special music player, like in Super oh. in Smash Bros, where you can play it with the screen off, like a mm. giant iPod, <laughs> which is <laughs> I've always found very weird. But you know, fair play to him. Yeah. I've um, now I'm got excited an... about this though because oh, go on. it's a big blind spot for me. Is me this too. Middle middle era of Mario games. Like I've never played Sunshine or either Galaxy. Oh my god. And me either. I've often I'm sorry. Been told Galaxy and Galaxy Two are two of the greatest games. Galaxy is ever made, regularly. So I'm jumping in. Yeah, Galaxy regularly pops into my head when I'm asked what my favourite game is. That is insane. It's so good. You're gonna love yeah. it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I'm very excited. The other thing they've announced, the other major one they announced, was they are bringing Super Mario 3D World, and it comes out on Switch, and it comes out February 21st. But Ooh, it comes with a somewhat ominous teaser for an expansion called Bowser's Fury. (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds like I've made it up. (laughs) But I swear to God. And what all it showed in the trailer was like a rainy bit of Super Mario 3D World and like, you know the the cat bell that you get in that game, the power-up? It's like a bell with little ears on and it turns you into Cat Mm -hmm. Mario. Um... It's like that, but all covered in darkness. And, like, Mar- Cat Mario's, like, sitting in front of it really sad. <laughs> what? It's so weird. It's like a horror expansion. Yeah. yeah. It, or just, like, it, Doug Bowser angrily sat at his desk I, in the I rain. I would love that. <laughs> I'd love that. Why did this direct not come out quicker? Um, so there's that. Now, we get onto the stuff that I'm super into. Super Mario Bros. 35 which is not the 35th yes. edition. It is Tetris 99, but with the original Super Mario Bros. So what? 30, 35 people play Super Mario Bros. simultaneously. And if you defeat enemies in your screen, you send mm. them to other people's screens to fill them up with enemies they have to fight. Oh, that's cool. It sounds mad. Um, that's cool. There's like an item roulette thing, so you can get like power-ups that wouldn't have normally been on the courses and there's like strategies in the same way as tetris 99 where you're like send all my blocks that i clear to the best player or the worst player or whoever you get those strategies that you can send to other players on the super mario bros course are you racing to the end of the whole of the first game well i think i think it's course by course so i'm guessing it's like Mm. 
World 1, 1, World 1, 2 type stuff. Um, they haven't made that totally clear, but that would be my guess. Um, but it's not like a Battle Royale thing. Uh, well, You're not... hard to tell. Um, okay. I, it's a Battle Royale in that there are multiple people and people will get eliminated. rather, mm. And you're, okay. you want to be the last person standing. I'm not sure they've said exactly how that will be. Um, but that comes out on October 1st. Again, it is only available into, until March 31st. <laughs> Um, but it's a digital-only game exclusive to Switch Online members. So it makes oh. me think they're doing. Are they changing up how online works? Maybe they're doing mem- something. Is that with when the, store. the is that when the new Switch comes out? Well, that is the other. You know, people think Q1, which March 31, would be just inside. So could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also bringing out. This is more for like old nerds. Um, but they're bringing out a, a proper new Game and Watch but full colour with the original Super Mario Bros. on it and Super Mario Bros. 2 and a bunch of little Easter eggs. I just think that's nice. But then, this to me is the best one. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, right? Yes, I'm well into this. It is a... Because I'm a child. It is a real-life mixed-reality Mario Kart game. You buy a cart, like a big Uh cart, like that, like a small loaf of bread, a half loaf, um, and... It connects like a remote control car, and it's got a well, yeah. But remote control cars can be all sorts of shapes. Half loaf. Um, it's your classic half loaf RC. Um, they uh, ARRC. They and it's got a little camera on the back, and it connects to your switch, which is the controller. But you put gates around your room, which become the course in the game. So on your switch screen, you see a course created by real life gates you've put around your room. And it sounds incredible. You can race. Wait, hang on. So it's not. So it's not like a Labo thing. It's an actual car. It is a little car. Yeah. Um, oh. With a camera on it, and it's basically an AR, like a mixed reality thing on your switch yeah. screen. You can race digital characters, or you can race each other, uh, and you can get items. You can throw them, which will make the car in real life stop or or do stuff or react badly. Like it sounds fucking into amazing. I, I'm, I'm so into yes. it. Yeah. AR scale electric, and that's what I and want. And it's been made at the moment. I think it's been made by this studio. It's their first game called Velan Studios, but they are. The, it's run by the co-founders of Vicarious Visions, who did Guitar oh. Hero and Skylanders, mm-hmm. and like so they've got real pedigree with this stuff. It yeah. just looks yeah, fucking wicked. <laughs> I think at launch you'll be able to get either a Mario or a Luigi. Yes, I think yeah. you can get either car. Ooh, yeah, and that comes out for? on. Uh, what is that? I think it's like November, uh, October sixteenth. Oh, so that's soon. All of this is before the end of the year, except for um, 3D World, which is. Do you know what would be cool is if. I don't know if it's in. I haven't. Because I haven't read up on it. If, like, I set up a track in my room and then I could invite you online to play on that track th- as well. I think, sadly, you have to play with real cars in the ah. room. But you can have four I cars. If there's at the like same a time, max. Which is Ooh. great. Four, uh, four. If you could get eight cars going that yeah, way. And we've talked about this already off, off the call, but, like. Yeah. Who the fuck has any space for a, a Mario Kart course in their house in We'll real rent life? out a small church hall and have a Grand Prix. Well, that's the thing. Our studio will actually be great for this, and I'm super excited for when... That's the only reason I'm excited about going back to the studio. <laughs> I'm excited to see my friends. Uh, nah, I see you on here. It's fine. Um, and there's a bunch of other stuff they announced, but basically, it was a very chunky little direct and i thought a lot of it was very good apart from their insane decisions as per usual but yeah i thought it was great i'm very pleased Mm. oh morning are you gonna be uh driving carts around your home lucy oh yeah 
Cause, cause, could you imagine like Portillo reacting to <laughs> Portillo reacts to <laughs> he could be Mario like a Kart. little I can imagine him sitting on one like yeah. a little for those who don't know Portillo is a, uh, a tiny man no he's a little um, <laughs> he's a, a tiny sausage. old man <laughs> he's, a, he's a little sausage dog uh, and he would actually make quite a good little gate to drive a car under I reckon he would. Yeah. But then the thing is, he, he's a little... Because he's a little sausage dog, he doesn't really have that much clearance between mm. the floor and his stomach because he has a little belly. <laughs> looks, which he... If you gently cup it, he sucks it in because he's oh, self-conscious uh-huh. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but only self-conscious well, when man. touched. Yeah. It's the, it does like the scrubs thing where he goes, oh, and you touch him. Well, lots of Mario to look forward to. Yeah, mate. But this week, it is firmly Marvel's Avengers Week, mm. as it Ooh. officially launches today, Friday, the 4th of September. Um, I've already played too much of this game. You are! Despite thinking it's not very good. Yeah, wait, hang on, hang on. That's the thing I was going to ask you, because I remember you and I talking about our beat. Oh God, it's nice to be able to say beta and not get absolutely, you know, ripped apart for it. It's technically the correct way to say it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm Beater like, is what the Greeks said. So thank you, deal. exactly. Because <laughs> um, the beta did that game zero favors. That beta was shite. Mm. But mm-hmm. playing the actual game itself, I'm enjoying it so much more. But there are still a lot of things about it that just it's stop it from yeah. being great. But you, so, you yeah, and I had like some... the same opinion. So I'm interested to see what you think yeah. now. There's, I mean, there's some just fundamental flaws of the game, as in whole systems, but it's also just a complete buggy mess. Like, it's been a long time since I've played a game that's out and is this buggy. Yeah. Like, some characters don't have hair. I talked to one character whose cap was on the floor, moving as their head, like, moving but on the floor, wasn't on their head. <laughs> like, I've had whole scenes where checkpoints didn't load, so I had to reload checkpoints. Yeah. I've... I've had bits where music, well, whole lines have just repeated for five minutes and no more dialogue is played. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many bugs. But I will say, I'm strangely having a fun time with it. <laughs> it's yeah. a bizarre game to me. So I don't know how far you two are through the campaign. I've finished. I'm my own Manny. I'm, I'm uh Just got to Utah. So the the second bit from the beta when you're with um, okay. right. Bruce. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So early on. So I'm obviously not going to spoil anything because most people haven't even had a chance to play it. But it took me about nine or ten hours. And overall, I'd say it is a good campaign because there's half the missions are really fun and do something different. Mm-hmm. And half of them are just repetitive filler nonsense, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, there's some really good character moments. I do think all the characters are really well written and performed. Yeah. Especially Kamala, I think. <gasps> Kamala's so good. That She's incredible. such a good character. My favourite, by the way, just to cut in, my favourite bug I've had so far is the no hair one. But it happened for the first time when, um, this isn't a spoiler, it's in media you've already seen. Kamala falls over and ingests Terrigen mists, which turns her into an inhuman. Um, hmm. But as soon as it cut back to her after that, she had no hair. And I was like... <laughs> Does Terrigen make you bald? Like I thought, I genuinely <laughs> thought it was like a choice because everyone else in the scene looked had had their hair and she didn't. And I was like, "Wow, yeah. they're going like an alopecia angle with this." And yeah. then no, her hair was just no. back in the next scene. It's very strange. 
But yeah, it's a fun campaign. It's, it tells a fairly simple story. It's a classic comic book story. It doesn't go anywhere yeah. too bold with it, but it serves a purpose of... Basically, it is a very long tutorial for the multiplayer, which... <coughs> Is a shame I wasn't tearing up as signing oh. my further. Um, Multiplayer? I just don't like seeing <laughs> campaigns reduced to B plot lines. Um, but yeah, I was playing some multiplayer. I've been playing a lot with Tom Marks, who's reviewing it for us over in the US, and he's doing a great job with it. And I am not envious, envious of him at all mm. for doing this one. But um, he had a great bug last night. We were playing together. He was playing as Captain America. And in every single cutscene, his Captain America. It's hard to explain what's happened. His face, every time he spoke, kind of slightly melted. Oh. <laughs> I, I, like his eyelids were drooping down and his mouth was going all over I the saw place. Him oh my God. I thought it was horrific. I couldn't tell if that was a bug or if it was like some weird bit of the story. Like uh, it, he was... We didn't know if it was tied to the one skin he was using because uh, it maybe. happened for a good hour. But it was it was horrific. But almost those sort of bugs that don't break the game are just making me laugh yeah. so i kind of don't mind them who are you <laughs> maining it is broken who are you maining sorry i am maining iron man so it, that's a weird one because in the beta i didn't find him fun at all yeah and i was firmly in the black widow camp she's still my second favorite mm-hmm. i think but iron man after playing the campaign i kind of fell in love with him and his abilities i love the lasers i've got so many laser abilities including is it you got a beam? Like if I just got a big beam. I've got a big beam. I've got a big beam. I, and it, we, I love my Diablo beam. I've got a very similar beam in Iron Man, and it shrinks people with pin particles. Oh, that's and really that's cool. That's just funny. Yeah. So, I'm liking that. He's already power level ninety-seven. Which, Wait, what's the cap? Uh, hundred and fifty. Bloody hell, mate! It's been three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. That's the one thing I'll give it. You are constantly progressing. Yeah. <laughs> like, every mission you do level up, sometimes, like, five power levels of mm. up. Okay. Yeah, because um, I, but... I started yesterday, and, like, it does hold off on the introducing gear and leveling up for a good bit. Like, it takes mm-hmm. time to establish the story before it lets you level up. But now I've got Kamala and Bruce just, like, slowly getting better gear. And mm-hmm. you know, it. The one thing I'll say about Avengers, I am enjoying it. It commits... A lot of game design things that I really don't like. Hold mm-hmm. square to pick up, but the holding yes. square takes slightly too long, so it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and also, that's an attack move, so half the time you just end up punching a wall. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but also, the Destiny-esque menu stuff of, you know, you've got the cir- the giant circle as your oh, cursor. Yeah. I stop, re- I- stop, stop doing that. Stop doing cursors in fucking console games. Pez yeah. did this years ago, and they stopped. And if Pez has stopped doing something bad, then you've got problems. Um, yeah. yeah. But I think a lot of it does... And, Joe, you wrote a great piece about this during the beta, like how just fundamentally awful... This may be the worst gear system I've seen in a game. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't play Anthem. I just but... hold L2 to <laughs> equip the best one, and I leave it. I didn't even know that was a thing you could do. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. That's brilliant. If you just do that. Just hold L2. But sometimes you do want to look at the, the higher level stuff isn't the best stuff because there are perks yeah, attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and and but, also now you can like um, you can uh, power up your gear too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but we... So me and Tom played a good like three hours last night together and we must have done... like. This is what it boils down to. It's so repetitive. Like there's... Yeah. 
there's about four different mission types in the whole game. Oh. And a lot of them take... And we selected four different... No, three different missions in a row it was. They were all like the end of... There's like iconic mission change you can mm. do. And people... Don't get me started. Me and Joe agree on this. Don't get me started on the word iconic because people don't understand what it means. <laughs> there's, there's nothing iconic about something I'm seeing for the first time. Um, <laughs> and... <Correct. laughs> um, <laughs> It's uh, technically correct, the best kind of correct. <laughs> we did three missions in the Eastern Seaboard, which is like a knockoff New York, and um, it all culminated in going to exactly the same aim facility, doing the exact same mini puzzle in there, going to the roof and having fighting three different people up there that were exactly the same fight, one of which is supposed to be a villain, I just literally hit him off the roof and he went, his whole bar went That's great. So <laughs> Goodbye. But that's but that's that is the 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 equivalent in the game of that bit in Indiana Jones where he shoots the man with the sword. So I think technically it, it and is, also the Spartan it kicking, no sense. also Spartan kicking anyone off a ledge in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was the best thing. Oh, that that would kill them. This would not kill this person I'm talking about. Okay, um, I see. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm hoping I'm playing it because I think it's one of those games. It's like we play Overwatch, although Overwatch is fundamentally a fun game to play. I was going to um, say, where are you going with that comparison? Kind of, yeah, it's just good. To, I've enjoyed playing it with Tom and just talking to him while playing it. It's kind of a something you can do mindlessly in the background and feel like you're achieving something. Yeah. Despite at the same time doing nothing with your life. I am just spamming square and triangle constantly. There's no real tactics involved. No. Like there should be. That's the... That's the pain of it to me. Like, if I'm Iron Man and someone's Hulk, we should have different roles to play, whereas we're all just running up to people, pressing square. Yeah, we're not. There's no real teamwork. There's The only bits that require teamwork, really, are there's vaults, and there was one in the beads you could do which require a little bit of teamwork because someone has to stand on one thing while one person goes and does another thing. But that's it's hardly like... We're not combining to take down this threat. It's just... It's just wholly underwhelming, I think it, but yet I can't stop playing. I think it will. But this is. But people have said this about Destiny for years, right? And and obviously, yeah. I think Destiny is a game that makes playing it more fun, moment to moment. But it will live or die on how much it can make the pursuit of wealth interesting. Like mm-hmm. it's not about whether the game itself is fun; it's about whether you can get crazy shit for doing crazy shit. So if like yeah. if the raids are great. Or, you know, if its equivalents of raids are great, then people will keep playing it for years because I, that is just something yeah. that people like doing all the time. I hope with these DLC characters they add just more just more Marvel stuff because you are 98% of the time just smashing these AIM robots, mm-hmm. which, you know, I want more villains. I want more actual, like, Marvels. Something that it maybe could be considered iconic. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of... I suppose me... Lucy and Tap, we all played um, Borderlands 3 together oh, and had a similar yeah. experience. Like, I don't think any of us actually really loved that game at all, but we played through the whole thing. I was going to say, hang on, you used the word loved. I would say, I don't think any of us like. enjoyed that game at all. <laughs> no, no. The gunplay but, was yeah, fun. We still played. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we still played all 30 it. hours. God, was it 30 hours? It's more hours? just to hang out. Yeah. It's probably more. Yeah. But even Borderlands, like when you pick up gear. Mm-hmm. It's exciting sometimes. Mm-hmm. You do throw away most of them, but at least those guns like do crazy things. And very like, different that's a fun mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, whereas the gear in this game, you pick up and you see a stat go up by 0.5%. You're like, I don't feel 
any more powerful, but apparently I am. I thought you were going to say, I don't feel yeah. anymore. I just sure don't we'll feel anymore. More about Avengers in the future once it's out and once everyone's mm-hmm. got to play and actually finish the campaign. There seems to be little snippets of story in the multiplayer missions mm. as well. It doesn't seem the campaign doesn't just end and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I am looking forward to where they take it. There's some cool little teasers yeah, for what may that's come, it. I obvi- which I won't. I ruin. obviously love. I, I obviously haven't um, played very much, but I, so I don't know any if any if any of this is true. But I love that they are already even like within the first scenes, they're teasing other characters there, mm-hmm. and we know you know at least three who are coming. So I am into the idea of like. <sighs> that this game could get get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, if it adds enough, because I love the idea that Hawkeye stuff comes in and it's a co-op campaign that, that we haven't got to play so far and things like that. They're already planning those little mm-hmm. improvements yeah. that make all these games interesting after a while. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm super into it. I feel like, yeah, at this stage, I'm or like... Or I'm into the idea. At the moment... It- at the moment, it's an okay game that I'm having fun with, and in a year, I could be having a great time with. I mm-hmm. think, like, it's by no means an anthem situation. I don't. It's not a completely broken game mm-hmm. that everyone's going to fall off of. I feel it definitely has more legs than that. So, mm-hmm. and people, some people, this will just be their favorite game ever. Yeah. Seeing Marvel characters running around, beating up people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just glad. It's that... what some people want in the world. Exactly, but also like, I'm just glad that Kamala plays such a big part in the. Campaign. Oh, I'm getting, getting emotional. Oh my god! <clears throat> no, California's on fire, and so sometimes it just sounds like I've smoked an entire pack of cigarettes. Um, no, Kamala being you know front and center in that campaign is a great thing, mm-hmm. and it's so, such a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. she's the most fun to play, I think. Yeah, and she's the most interesting character as well. She's the sweetest. So, yes, very good. Um, so yeah, I've played a lot of that, and I've kind of felt guilty because I haven't played this next game at all. But everyone says it's delightful. Mm. Spirit mm. Fair, yeah, mate. Ooh, it is delightful. I believe both of you have played quite a bit of this. Yeah, I think I'm fifteen or so hours in, something like that. I've played it a fair bit. I'm getting towards yeah. like the mm. end of the tech tree type stuff. If, so if you don't don't know what Spirit Fairer is, it's like quite a bizarre mix between like a walking simulator a management game, a dating game of sorts, um, and like a jot of Animal Crossing or like city building as well. So you've got just, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of scavenging, a lot of that kind of stuff, but it's all built within this idea of like a really relationship-driven game where you build a fucking town on a boat. Um, It's it's really cool. It makes no attempt to explain what its world is at all, which I really like. It's just like, Mm -hmm. by the way... uh, you're in charge of the dead. <laughs> yeah. I like that NPCs look like uh, the thing from Journey. Yeah. Until you chat with them and then they become animals who can talk. Yeah, like, I, I, so to... I think it, I think the story is, but this is like my own headcanon version because I haven't actually looked it up. You have replaced Carolyn the Ferryman mm-hmm. of the River Styx fame. And you are in charge of ferrying people from their lives to the underworld. So you're kind of in purgatory a bit, but like, yeah, the world is made up of islands, like settlements on islands. So it's not like people get there and have to go straight to there. They can kind of just They've got live unfinished lives. business. Yeah. yeah, they can just stick around. It feels like a nice combo to me of Animal Crossing and the world of Grim Fandango with animals. There is a bit of yeah. that. And that's what I'm into. But there's the the odd thing about it is it's not like 
it sounds like it's wholly sentimental, like it's all about making people come to terms with their issues and dealing with it. But a lot of the time you're not. You're just, like, talking with people about their lives. And once they've talked okay. enough, they move on. Like, it's so it's not about fixing the tone like? Is it quite sad or is it funny? Or is it both? It's bittersweet. Like, it's very yeah. cutesy in places, but then, you know, it's there are, there's swearing and dark issues and you know there's there's adult themes it's quite um i guess it's sort of young adult in a way it's mm-hmm. the eternal sunshine of video games no it's not that sad <laughs> um, but, but then yeah. also the oh. the npcs are where the the comedy really comes from mm. because they just have really random lines i remember walking past one of them and uh, talking to him and he went i think moist is a weird word and should be banned oh yeah <laughs> i agree i've met yeah. that guy um yeah. But the, but the actual structure of the game is essentially like upgrades to get to new places. So you, you go on your boat around this world and then you get enough stuff from that area to build the upgrade that gets you to the next area because you have to get through an ice wall or whatever. You know, it's got almost mm-hmm. Metroid-y stuff built in, but on a sort of a, like a more like uh, management game scale. There's no like combat or platforming or anything. <laughs> There's some very, very like platforming, yeah. Um, but it's okay. not it's not... Uh, I haven't really had anything locked off story and progression wise it's mostly there'll be something on the top of a hill and if I can get there using the abilities I've unlocked yes because yeah. yeah you can get some rewards get some seeds so it's but it's got this it's like it's ultimate podcast game stuff because most of the time there's very little noise there's mm-hmm. and you're doing repetitive stuff on the way to your next main task and I'm just really enjoying turning to it every now and then and like occasionally feeling bad that i'm not paying very much attention to the story even though it's clearly there um mm-hmm. but it's kind of doing its job in a different way for me it's quite meditative mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out because you've just reminded me that the alan partridge podcast is out mm. today oh so is it I may well com yeah i may well combo those <gasps> I think that's a good combo. into a lovely tasty treat is it um one last question about spirit mm. is it an actual campaign you can finish or does it go on yeah. forever like animal Crossing? yeah it's got a okay. story you can finish it. its story is built out of the bespoke characters that you have to make friends with to move them on essentially and i think there's only there's maybe like 10 maybe fewer yeah but they all take quite a long time okay. and quite specific quest lines to get them to move on, essentially. I believe it's free on Game Pass, but I am kind of tempted to pay the £25. For, it sounds perfect for Switch. It's a great Switch game. It, I might. it is also really good on a TV. Like, it is gorgeous. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't think they got got across very well. Like, I'm not a super big fan of those sort of hand-drawn-y 2D sprite, mm. like, sprite games, mm. but the animation is incredible for some of this. Like, some of the yeah. things they're doing with that hand-drawn stuff looks way more filmic than gamey, which I think is super impressive the hug um, animations nice. in particular yes there, there is a dedicated hug um not button but a command and each character reacts differently when you hug them so some of them will be a little bit resistant at first then just kind of melt into you you have one character who you knew like you seem to know all of them before or most of them before yeah. from the to time be pre-existing before. relationships yeah and there's um you know like your uncle and he just throws himself into a hug which is very, very cute. Oh. Except end- I don't want to get more lightning in a bottle. Stop asking me. Oh, it's so boring. Um, the the odd thing is some of these stories are apparently based on real life, so I don't know how much of it is like autobiographical. But like the oh. Uncle, Uncle Athel is based on a real person. Um, oh. Which, have you got to the end of his quest line? 
No, because I need to get him fried chicken. Oh, and I haven't got the thing to get fat. Of course. I know that. Of course. Um, he loves food. He does. String the kernel. Um, once you get to the end of that quest line, let let me know because I'll text you. It's it's oh. very interesting when you know it's based on real life. Oh god. It's not. It's not grim. It's not horrible. Okay. Um, but it's <laughs> not in that way anyway. Not in an un- not in an <laughs> uncle way. Um, <laughs> oh, no one was thinking. Yeah, you I were. I wasn't making that. that. You both were. You dirty dogs. Right. <laughs> Uh, another game that was at Nintendo's Indie Direct they did like a week or two mm. ago now. They've been dropping directs like hot coals on <laughs> a finished <laughs> sauna. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah, where yeah, I was yeah, going yeah, yeah. with that one. Um, yeah, was uh, a short hike which I played at the oh, weekend. It's so good. It's only a. It's so good. It only took me like an hour and a half maybe, mm. but it's a lovely. I think it's only like a fiver on the Switch store. It's a lovely, quiet game that is kind of imagine a tiny little part of Breath of the Wild with no combat, mm. and you're kind of there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you are a girl who is also is it, you're a bird. Does it say what type of bird you actually are? I can't remember. You're kind of penguiny. Yeah. You've got a but, big big beak, but you can fly. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, basically, you're a girl who is on holiday on an island. And you need to get to the top of the mountain to find phone reception, and that is all you're told to do. Ah, and it's lovely. I really, and I've, I've made a, lo- a note to play this this weekend. I'd so, it, oh, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it does have that like movie length element mm-hmm. where you could you could put like five hours in to finding every secret because what it does, it has this really neat way of displaying the world where it's an open world, but it's essentially built around a single hill. And so mm-hmm. as you move around that hill, the camera follows you, so you can never really see, like, the horizon or a landscape. It's always slightly above. So you're constantly looking for the next way to get either up that hill or round that hill. Um, mm-hmm. And then it, like, got really nice, like, flying mechanics and upgrades and stuff. Yeah. So you could go all in and explore it all. But, yeah, the mm-hmm. actual story takes about a couple of hours, and it's just so, so to, lovely. It's lovely. You just need to complete, like, quests for other animal people around in order to get these golden feathers which give you extra stamina basically and you need that stamina to reach the top of the mountain it's just lovely in the way like there's no set way of doing it Mm -hmm. as far as i can see i did it one way i think i only had like eight maybe nine golden feathers when i did it and i've seen i watched someone doing they had like 15 so i don't know where they got all the other ones i think once you get to like the 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 near the top it's there's a sign that says you need at least this to get up and that's essentially Mm -hmm. like you could do it but it will take a bit of work or you can really stock up and just use them all in one go um yeah i initially did it with uh one less feather than they said i needed and i felt like a genius look at you elite gamer crazy i know i am a pro level a short hike awesome games done quick could be too (laughs) yes get me on um but i would recommend that to everyone who wants a lovely little time with a short hike (laughs) Uh, I've also barely played any of another game that was on that stream is Manifold Garden, which I think that was on, was it on iOS? I think it was in Apple Arcade originally. Oh, that sounds familiar. I may be wrong. Um, It's a puzzle game. It's kind of Portal-like, but imagine Portal with no narration, but just a banging like Vangelis-esque Blade Runner score going on. Okay. It's really nice. All the twinkly bits. Mm -hmm. Um, But but it's a puzzle that revolves 
half around gravity. Mm-hmm. So the main mechanic is you can walk, you can run, you can't jump as far as I know. I haven't been able to yet, but you just walk up to a wall and if you press R2, that wall becomes the floor. So the room spins. So gravity is on that side of the building. Does that make sense? So yes. say you walked up to the wall in your bedroom, uh-huh. press R2, and then that oh, wall uh-huh, becomes okay. the floor. Yeah. It rotates. Uh-huh. Oh, that makes sense. And it's, there's lots of puzzles based around that, like getting certain blocks to areas by moving them onto walls. And it's very hard. I'm only half an hour. I'm barely in, yeah. but it has the hallmarks of a good puzzle game to me. I know it got like a lot of rave reviews when it initially came out, mm-hmm. but it's out now on everything i think it's definitely on switch and ps4 so that's the thing because i cancelled my recommendation apple arcade subscription and now i'm excited that everything is just like slowly coming out and i can pick and yeah. choose the stuff that i want because even though apple arcade they said oh it's the cream of the crop it's not that's it so like, yeah that's grindstone is i don't game. have anything for to play apple arcade on like my ipad's mm-hmm. too old and so mm-hmm. it just makes me sad all the time when I think about it. And then Grindstone got announced and I was suddenly like, oh yeah, actually, that was the only game I wanted. So give a shit. The only game yep. I want uh, to come to other things is Patterned, which is basically a puzzle, as in like jigsaw puzzly, but with patterns. And it's just a very wholesome, very fun, relaxing game. That sounds but good. But I, I was not going to pay $5 a month just for that game. But yeah, that's fair. Why, why would you? Why would why you? Would I? Um, why would you? Out there, oceans of yeah, time. Quickly, just want to cover this because we're talking about all sorts of little indie bits. Um, did either of you yeah. ever play Out There or Out There Chronicles? No, I did not. Right, so they're wicked. Out There came out <laughs> You're gonna be shortly lost. after <laughs> FTL, and everyone compared it to FTL, but it wasn't like FTL. So basically, it was a <laughs> French, a bizarre French sci-fi game about essentially resource management but you're Mm -hmm. just getting your spaceship from a place where you wake up in a galaxy that you can't understand and you have no idea how you got there and you trade up spaceships and collect resources from procedurally generated planets to get to uh like a weird signal or something along those lines that's going to tell you what the hell's going on um it's quite simple it's very punishing it's one of those games that you play over and over again to get slightly better at every time which is where the ftl comparisons came in but it was also just like a fucking weird french story generator for sci-fi stuff um like really bizarre things like you learn an alien language all the way through sort of like no man's Mm -hmm. sky to an extent you learn basic words as you go through which can help with puzzles you there's all sorts of like cosmic bullshit like really like proper end of 2001 style stuff but all done in text adventure form so it's just completely baffling um Mm -hmm. and it was just great and because it was slightly badly translated from french uh it had this extra like weird element where you weren't quite sure if they wanted to say what they were saying or not um like for instance there was one place where i got to a planet and you got there and it was quite close to the sun and you there's this text thing that comes up and it's like you get out of your ship and you step across the planet the ground is sticking to you somehow and suddenly it basically becomes clear that this planet is just made of caramel and it's not like what? Meant, oh, it's not meant to be like a mystical whimsical thing. Well, galaxy caramel. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not meant to be whimsical. It's just meant to be like 
science is fucked. There could be a planet made of sugar. <laughs> um, like, it's so good. Um, the point of this basically being like, uh, Out There came out, it was really good. Then they took some time off and made this weird full text adventure thing called Out There Chronicles that they never finished, but they released two episodes <laughs> of. And it was even stranger. Like, a truly weird... Um, if you've liked the sorcery games by Inkle and that kind of stuff, which I'm super into, uh, it's just amazingly odd. And now they are finally making a sequel to the original out there called Oceans of Time, which is coming out on PC. There is a demo, um, and it is essentially the okay. first game again, but with really nice graphics and a few more systems. Like, you can build a party and send them out onto planets to do expeditions and stuff. Ooh. The demo is very short. You can try it now. Like, it's slightly underwhelming that it's so short, but... It has one event in it. It's not procedurally generated. You get out, you get to an anomaly on a thing, on a planet, and your whole team suddenly start going insane and self-harming. And, like, uh. it describes how, like, crazy this situation is. And it's just mm-hmm. gross and weird and cosmic. And as soon as that happened, I was like, out oh, there's back. It's great. <laughs> it's so weird and creepy. I cannot wait for it. Okay. I love out there. Um, I've made a note. I've, I've written this down. Have a look. Because like, I want to try this out. Yeah. I think some people get really frustrated with it because it's quite kind of random deathy. Um, gotcha. You know, like you can feel quite hard done by, but it's kind of the point. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's just very strange. I love it. Amazing. That reminds me, what have happened to that uh, the club game on that we were obsessed oh, with? Oh, I don't know. Let's have a look. <laughs> the club. Do you remember that? Did you ever play the club, Lucy? The club. It was no? by um, oh, Crows, yeah, Crows, Crows, the guys that made Doctor oh, Langaskov um, and the yeah. terribly cursed Emerald, or whatever it's called. Oh, um, I played that one. I didn't play the club though. Oh, I think it's still I there. Never defeated the club. Mm. The club, cursed web browser club MMO. <laughs> I'm in. We need to get back. back into that. Okay, now's not the time, Joe, because we have got an endless search to play. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah, 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 and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Hold up the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search? You're safe from the club, no, I'm Joe. still in it. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get oh, out it's the Halloween themed. A game. <laughs> Sorry, I'll get out. Oh, I'll get out. It's... Okay, no, it's fine. We're playing a game of go on name them, Lucy. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with the concept? Go on. Name you are them. an avid listener, of course. Yeah. Um, if you don't remember what it is, it is there will be five different topics, uh-huh. and there'll be a set number of answers for each one, and oh, you and yeah. Joe have to bid against each other. Oh, to see how, how many, many of those name. you think okay. you can name. Okay. Um, should we give guests honour to Lucy? Can absolutely. Bid first? Do you Thank agree you. with that? Jay? I think I say absolutely Bullshit. not. Bullshit. Absolutely um, <laughs> not. All right. So, Lucy, I I think we've done this one before, but ne- obviously neither of you were on it when we did it. So, mm-hmm. and it's I thought we'd go on with one that both of you should know pretty well. There are twenty one maps in Overwatch, in quick play and comp. So, not including the arcade like free v free ones mm-hmm. so the ones that would be in quick play rotation there are 21 are of we them. talking uh in control maps are we talking just one for all three different one location bits? for those there's not three different yeah. within yeah. Cool. those yeah um but yeah ones like petra don't count mm-hmm. like those yeah the, like, okay, the 3v3s. so there's 21 
Lucy, how many are you going to open with? I'm going to open with ten. Oh, <laughs> a medium I've bid. I've played a lot less Overwatch recently, so I'm worried, but I'm going to say twelve. Oh, by two, not one. Thirteen? Mind games. Thirteen? Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Go on, name them. Okay. Fifteen. <clears throat> Here we go, Lucy. Uh, who's keeping track? I'll keep track of my fingers. It's me. I've got Okay. King's Row. Ilios Well. Yes. Ilios Lighthouse. So, oh, no, Ilios sorry. Is one. Oh. We, we did say oh, okay, Ilios, so Ilios is, is one. one. Okay, so King's Row, okay. Ilios, Junkertown, Route 66, Hollywood, um, Nepal, Busan, mm-hmm. Eichenwald. Yes. Uh, hold, please. Just thinking <laughs> about it. That is, that is eight. That's... You need seven more. Uh... Just over I'm trying to... It's hard when you're on the spot. It is it? hard when you're on the spot. <laughs> Wait, so hang on. So, like, Lighthouse doesn't count. No, Ilios counts as one. Uh, Oasis? Yeah. Oasis. Oasis. Uh, Numbani? Yep, that's ten. So we need five more. There are eleven left to name. Are you sure? <laughs> 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 I think I am. Uh, what's my least favourite map? Uh, so I've done Eichenwald. I definitely um, know what my least favourite map is. Uh, there's um, there's no hard time limit on this, but I will have to I know, well... Uh, I concede. Grand Joe. Oh, Grand Joe. It's going to kill me. I don't, I don't, I don't have to know. Is he one? Oh, what, was, what did I miss? Paris is the one I was thinking so, Oh, Paris is That's the awful. worst map. So, Havana! Here's the complete list. Havana! <laughs> it's too late, Lucy. I'm so sorry. Blizzard World. Are you having a good Blizzard time World! <laughs> oh. So yeah, you could have had a Paris, Havana, Busan, Rialto, Blizzard oh. World, Junkertown, Horizon Luna Connolly, Colony, Connolly? <laughs> Horizon Billy Connolly, um, Oasis, Eichenwald, yeah. mm-hmm. Numbani, mm-hmm. Kings Row, Hollywood, Dorado. Hollywood. Oh, Dorado. Uh, Watchpoint, Gibraltar, Route 66, Nepal, <sighs> Lijiang Tower, Filios, oh! Volskaya Industries, Temple of Anubis, and Hanamura. So I did know those, they just didn't want <laughs> to come into my mind. It just didn't come to you. Oh. It's fine. It's 1 0 <sighs> to Joe. Okay. For doing nothing. I the love second this one. Okay, so this one is a bit outrageous, but outrageous. Just, I just simply, I just simply had to do it. You had to give Opening it to him. Opening the bid with Joe. <laughs> Willem Dafoe <laughs> has been in a hundred and twenty-nine. Hundred twenty-nine. I'm in. Hundred and twenty-nine. How many Willem Dafoe films Fuck. can you name? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's so many films he's had I little know. parts in, but that face should burn into your mind, shouldn't it? Oh, six? <laughs> six. I think I could name seven. Hundred and twenty nine. He'd be appalled. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I could name more than that. Eight. Eight. Go on then. Okay. 
eight. Here we go. Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes. Uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, yes. Um, the Lighthouse. Yes, four. Big dick chopping scene in Antichrist. Oh. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep, that's Boondock five. Saints. Yes. Definitely, yeah, because he shouts there was a firefight, yeah, 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 yes. doesn't I'm he? just double-checking. Yeah. Oh, I wear... This is... Uh, that, that's six, that was so my six. More. Um... Um, 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 is he in? I have to take a punt now. I don't know. I should know more. Is he in Moonrise Kingdom? <laughs> is he in Moonrise Kingdom? He is not Bollocks. in Moonrise Kingdom. Aquaman, <laughs> mate. Oh, of course. Sorry. Name the rest. He even <laughs> has a very small Aquaman. part in Spider-Man 2. Oh, he does. And Finding... Finding Nemo. Yes. Finding oh, is he Nemo. in Isle of Dogs as well? Also. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't th- is he not? Is he, is he one of the voices? I don't uh, think maybe either. a voiceover. No, he's not. Uh, you could have had, of course, Platoon. Oh, pfft. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, Speed we 2. We named all of those as well. Cruise last Control. Week. <gasps> yeah, well, yes. the thing is, is um, we played Overwatch last weekend and we were going through yeah. his movies, mm. and that's the only reason that Finding Nemo stuck in my head at all. For those who, who wanted to know, we were talking about all the names for his penis he might have based on his films. Because if you didn't <laughs> listen you to last week's episode, Willem Dafoe's got a big old knob. <laughs> he does, I looked it up. And I, and I know, I don't know if this is covered, is this coming up later? That in, is in what, Antichrist... Sorry. Oh yeah, we are good. That is in feedback, okay. so don't ruin yeah. the, okay, the surprise. Cool. You could also add like American Psycho. Oh, uh, of course. Who is he in American Psycho? The Aviator. He is a uh, what do you call it? Mary Har? No, he's Don. Uh, Donald Kimball. Sorry, I don't remember that. Kimball is the director. Uh, oh yeah. Inside Man. He's, he's in Spider Man Three as well. Oh well. Uh, oh well. Lots of film. John Wick. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, lots of films. But there you go. Uh, so Sorry, it is Will. now one, one, one. Number three. Lucy to bid first. There have been nineteen games developed by Bioware. How many can you name? That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll start with a seven. A seven. A sweet seven. A sweet seven. Mm. Nine. Ooh, he loves he loves the double jump. Oh, that was a confident ten, but was it a bluff? I- Eleven. No, no, no. Twelve. Go on, name him. It's twelve. I was not sleeves. in any way confident on eleven. So. Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect One, Mass Effect Two, Mass Effect Three, Mass Effect Andromeda, yes. Jade Empire, Bioware. Uh, Bioware developer name uh, Dragon Age Origins that's Dragon five. Age 2 Dragon Age Inquisition um, mm-hmm. that's 8 just slow down slightly for me. <laughs> okay <laughs> that's, that is that is 8 ooh okay so how many what was your bid sorry 12 yeah. oh I think I've gone I've gone too confident yes yes Anthem <laughs> Anthem is, is a ninth. Uh, you need three more. Well, does Dragon Age 4 count? 
<laughs> they're making that. It's not. It's not. It's not out yet. Okay. Um, Can I just okay. say, Jade Empire was an amazing shout. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Um, okay, so this is where. Is it the Old Republic or is it Knights of the Old Republic? It's with me pondering to myself. It's not an answer. I never played them. I think it's Knights of the Old Republic. That that is one. Knights of the Old Republic two. Oh my god, we're that at eleven. Is not was that not them? No. Oh, they also had like I know I can't remember the name of it. Go on. According to their Wikipedia, it was not them. <laughs> I'll let Joe c- confirm. I thought it was. Oh no, that's, that's the Obsidian one. Yeah, that's Obsidian. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lucy. Okay. Do you know what's going to be really gutting for you? They did also do Star Wars: they did. The Old Republic. That was part oh, of the no. <laughs> <laughs> um, So you were so they close. Also got, I got the other ones you could have had. Can I, can I guess? Did they do the two? Yeah. the first two Baldur's Gate games. They yeah, did do I, the wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't 100 percent confident on Baldur's Gate, and I was like, between you, you've done very well there. Yeah. The only ones you haven't got are their first ever game, Shattered Steel. Um, they did MDK2. Did they? Never, what? Yeah. Neverwinter Nights. Oh, yeah. oh crap, yeah. Yep, yep. And Mass Effect Galaxy for mobile. Mm-hmm. Are we counting that? I think I played that one. And Dragon Age Legends. Oh, we didn't play that one. Uh, well, there we go. So that is two one to Joe. No one successfully <laughs> yeah. completed oh, their bidding. Yeah, that's <laughs> been a very poor showing. Some bold bidding. <laughs> uh, two one to Joe, and he guessed a bid first here, and this could be crucial Ooh. because this one I thought was a slightly easier one. Mm. Uh, nine Wes Anderson films. Okay. Does it include his stellar art? I have a feeling you might. <laughs> that is not a film. Well, it's a short <laughs> film, so I didn't know. Um, feature films Um, this is one I thought someone could get all of them on but does he go straight in for it that's the question (laughs) it doesn't include one that isn't out yet by the way good because I wouldn't remember the name I'll go. I'll go all nine. Let's bold it let's go bold well you're going to tell him to name him go on name him (laughs) <laughs> Bottle Rocket. Yes. Uh, the Darjeeling Limited. Life Aquatic. Yes. Grand Buddha. Yeah. Uh, Isle of Dogs. That's Fantastic fine. Mr. Fox. That is. Royal six. Tenenbaums. That is seven. Moonrise Kingdom. That's eight. One more. Uh, it is. Rushmore. It is Rushmore. All nine. There we go. Thank you. Well three done. 3-1 to Joe. But there is still one more to play. It's not, it's, because, to be fair, oh, it's not 129 Willem Dafoe movies, but I am <laughs> pleased. But I'm tempered yeah. my pleased. <laughs> there we go. According to the US website for M&Ms, <laughs> there are 11 varieties. <laughs> is this... Okay. These don't include... I, I would say this... These don't include the snack mix okay. range okay. because they're nonsense. Okay. So there's eleven varieties of M M&M and M that on and this their is website. US contemporary. US US contemporary current US M and M. Seeing as Lucy is based in the US, I thought it. And I had M and M's just know, yesterday. Yeah, and I know Joe is a fan of an M M&M, and M, but who isn't? 
Uh, How many can you name, Lucy? I'll start with a five. I do oh. eat a lot of M&Ms, so... <laughs> but do you have a variety? That's the question. I'm going to say six. I always buy M&Ms in the airport on the way back, and I always try different <laughs> ones. <laughs> but are some of them still around? <laughs> I will say seven. Go on, name them. Seven. Seven M&Ms. Okay. Plain. Peanut. Milk, we'll take that, yeah. Yeah, milk. Yep, two. Peanut. Peanut butter. Mm -hmm. Crispy. They have the hazelnut ones. They've got the mint. There's no no hazelnut. Oh, no, sorry, the hazelnut, uh, like chocolate butter. They call it, they don't call it Nutella, but it's essentially Nutella. According to the M&M's website, there's no hazelnut. I will go to my local shop and take a picture of them, Simon. (laughs) I'm I'm going to look. According to the M&M's. They're like... Hazelnut oh, spread. They don't call it. They're blue. Yeah, hazelnut spread. But that's basically what Nutella is. So I'm calling a technicality here. I'm happy to let that stand and get added to the mix because I can see that it's okay. Real. Okay, it's just not on the official listing. But if it's in stores right now, I'll let it off. Um, that means there's twelve. Oh, they are. It's so how many new was that? as of April 2019? Hmm. Um, well, the website's not up to date then. Wait. So what did oh, I say? Milk chocolate, peanut, peanut yeah, butter, milk, peanut, hazelnut spread, crispy. Yep, crispy. crispy. So that's five. So you need um, two more. The mint ones. Mm. Yes, mint. That's six. And then you haven't said the best one. Pretzel M and M's. Yes, so the pretzel good. ones. The pretzel ones. You could also Ke- all, those little ones caramel amazing. shard ones. Like, oh, with, they're like, really, really good. Hard caramel in. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I fucking love M and M's. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could also have had almond. Mm-hmm. Dark chocolate, coffee nut, what white minis, and get this one mega peanut, which is just bigger (laughs) peanuts. Yes, (laughs) mega peanut. That's very mega peanuts, which leads us nicely on to some Willem Dafoe feedback. The mega peanut, (laughs) peanuts. Didn't even design it that way. But sometimes it just it just flows. Mm. Uh, Lucy, I believe you have the first piece of feedback. I do. This is from Chris Cowan. When I heard your discussion about Willem Dafoe's monster cock in <laughs> episode 554, I felt compelled to write in and offer a correction. Apparently, Willem Dafoe's hog... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to sound like Santa there. Hog. <laughs> maybe that's what. Maybe that's Santa's what he, ho ho maybe that's hog. What he gave Willem Dafoe for Christmas when he was a younger man. A, a yule hog. A <laughs> uh, apparently, Willem Dafoe's hog is so quote unquote confusingly large that Lars von Trier had to use a penis double in Antichrist because it would have been too distracting to the audience. I remember reading that quote from the director years ago. Not sure if it was a troll job or not. Regardless, the internet did what the internet does, and these t-shirts eventually popped up for sale. And it's an image of a T-Public uh, page listing. It's just a picture of Willem Dafoe uh, with the text, confusingly large. <laughs> I will point out to Chris Cowan, Cowan, Cowan uh, that I, I agree. We did talk about the Antichrist penis, but there is... A video of Willem Dafoe <gasps> jumping up and down naked, 
and it is, I looked it up. When you say confusingly large, <laughs> it, that's, it's not a troll job from the from Lars von Trier that he has a confusingly large penis. It's insane. It is an absolute joke. It's... Also, also that video. At least when you Google it, it gives you a Reddit link as the top one. With zero context, I think even with context, that video was very confusing. Huh. That's just him. Uh, everyone, look it up though. Yeah. If you, you know, if you need to see it's, for yourself, there's no such thing uh, as no not safe for work anymore. So you're absolutely fine. Yeah. Go ahead, enjoy yourself. <laughs> I would say knock yourself uh, out, but ho- he could get up. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got this from Alex uh, Fisher, lads. I write to you today with two very important points. Although you don't have to read the second part out, we will. So. Shame on you. Firstly, like the Queen on page one of my passport, I request and require assistance in the sternest possible terms. Is that the, what the Queen does? <laughs> I don't know. She's a Is very stern person. Have you said. got your passport near you, like, anyone? Help. Um, no. I do. Is in that bag behind me. Do I, just I just want to know the if the Queen says, asks me to help. do things. I'll, I'll get it. You- Continue to read off. I will. Near the start of lockdown, Joe recommended a mobile Picross game called Pixel Puzzle by Konami. These puzzles have kept my brain sharp during the 5G tower pandemic. (laughs) We do not endorse that (laughs) conspiracy theory. But alas, checking my completion scores, I find I only have 10 puzzles to go. Can you recommend another Picross game? I demolished the Zelda and Pokemon ones on 3DS and played a good deal of Murder by Numbers on Switch, although the puzzles in that one were very simple. Can you recommend any others? Things can get ugly when I haven't had my daily fix. Have you got a Switch? Picross, what is it, S5? Yeah. S5, they have all the S's. There's S1, 2, 3, 4, 5. You've got hours worth of And those those particular, the the Nintendo-y ones are amazing. They're very good. Um, I would if also you say have an iPhone. Yes, Picross Luna. Yeah, you you gave me that one. You can get that on Android too. Picross Luna too. I Ooh. I've put a very long time into. It's ridiculous. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, secondly, uh, this this is quite interesting. Um, oh, well, I guess I get this. <laughs> I want to sincerely thank you for keeping the podcast going through lockdown and maintaining high quality despite recording remotely. To show my thanks, I'd like to offer a prize to the next winner of the Endless Search. Hey! I have a friend who well, owns a restaurant in London. Is after this email. <laughs> and while they were closed, they sold vouchers, one of which I bought. It's unlikely I'll be able to get to London anytime soon, so I offer it to you now as tributes. <laughs> Details uh, below. It does seem uh, unfair that I'd get it in this circumstance because like... it, you know, other people are in can be can't use it. I say me and Joe just go for a mill there if it's for Is two. It's a nice little treat. We can have a look. I we'll, think so, We'll check yeah. it out. That's very kind of you, Alex. <laughs> I'm excited about the idea yeah, of a special restaurant. Kisses, Alex yeah. in the cold wet north. Pios, Pios, I'm sorry my drowning... Pios, I'm sorry my drowning story isn't particularly funny. I fell in a river when I was little, but someone fetched me out again. I liked it. Oh, Lucy, have you ever had any near-drowning funny stories? It wasn't a funny story, but yes, I have. I've almost drowned a couple times. Um, and funnily enough, I have a lifelong fear of deep water. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. That will happen. Hey! Uh, no, so... <laughs> that is a... What a funny story. My... Uh, I grew up in the cold, wet north. I grew up in Newcastle-upon-Tyne. And... Um, it doesn't sound actually, like I grew it. Up in, I know. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Newcastle upon Tyne. Tyne. I don't know. I don't really say Tyne. It's the same. Do you want me to say this whole thing in Geordie, just so it feels more apt to the if story? You want. If you want to. So I actually grew up in Washington first before I moved into Newcastle proper. And uh, my mum took me to swimming lessons at the Burtley Baths. Mm-hmm. 
Burtley Baths, right? Someone's been murdered there. It, no, well, no, no. was. That's what they named it after him. <laughs> the, these baths were closed more often than not when I went to go for a swimming lesson because people just shit in the pool. Nice. So that's the kind of establishment Burtley Baths was. Anyway, I had my swimming lessons and I was in the kids' pool and they put me in the big pool too early and I was not oh, strong no. enough a swimmer. And they Shattered just it. started to, yeah, started to get us to do laps. <laughs> and at one point, halfway in the middle, I just started to sink. And the only thing I had to grab onto was the um, the the lane divider, mm-hmm. the floating lane divider. Mm. Um, and then they had to fish me out with a pole. With a pole? Oh, what a funny yeah, story. Yeah, with the pole. <laughs> but then my mum, because the way the Burtley Baths is laid out, she could only see the kids' pool. You couldn't see the, <laughs> the big pool. So I came out and I was like, oh, I don't ever want to swim again. <laughs> and I never did. Uh, but no, and I have you've swam. never swam again. Um, <laughs> never even touched water again. No. Have you got a passport? I do. Thing? So Alex is correct. Uh, the, <laughs> the Queen is quite stern. Her Britannic Majesty, Secretary of State, requests and requires in the name of Her Majesty all those whom it may concern to allow the bearer to pass freely without let or hindrance and to afford the bearer such assistance and protection as may be necessary. I don't don't need the Queen backing me up. I can get places without the Queen's help. (laughs) I've been places. Patronising And I'm no royalty. Anyway, I hope those Pete Cross games are good for you. And thank you very much for that lovely offer. Uh... I have a final piece of feedback from Matt Fletcher. He says, Hello, my name is Matt. And first off, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I tend to listen in the I bath. Love. I know it's a bit strange, but I'll crack open a beer so I feel like I'm I, one of the Matt, lads. Me and you are kindred spirits. We currently have bad tiling in my flat, which means we can no longer shower and can only have baths, which makes almost no difference Ooh. to me because I almost always have baths. I love them. Podcast time, baby. Baths. I think I've said it before, baths are my hotel treats. I, mm. I love getting in a bath at a hotel. Mm. Getting a podcast on, getting the switch on. So yeah, kindred spirits. Um says, he's just finished watching Primal Fear with Richard Gere and Ed Norton. And I just had to email in. My girlfriend suggested I watch it. She's already seen it. But by the time the film ended, she had fallen asleep. So after several failed attempts to wake her to discuss this amazing film, I just wa- I, I just watched, I turned to my did friend. You, sorry, did your by the girlfriend way, part- die? <laughs> I think several failed attempts to wake someone. <laughs> That's too many. Wait, unless unless she's like me, where if if I'm going to sleep, it's just not even You've worth gone. talking to me because I'm I'm not. To be fair, know, I've checked out. I uh, I once went round to Krupa's house. It was the first time I'd ever been to his house, and we watched Halloween because we're romantic. And uh, he <laughs> fell asleep, and he sleeps so deeply. That I legitimately mm. shook him and he wouldn't wake up. Like, shook his head around. Um, and uh, I couldn't get out of his flat. And so I just had to, like... What? I just had to keep talking and being, like, loud while doing things. <laughs> just, like, going, moving some pads like, around. I just had to, like, keep making loud noises until it finally woke up. This golem of a man who sat in his, in his sofa. It was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, that is incredible. But um, So yeah, after f- several failed attempts to wake her, I turned to my friends. By the way, it's past midnight and the ones who didn't reply hadn't seen it. So what better time to send my first email in than right now? Uh, I just want your guys' opinion on 
One, have you seen this film, and where would you rate this? I personally have seen the film, and I very much I've like it. I've never seen Primal Fear. I've never seen it, Haven't but you? I want to now. It's so very what, good. What is it, it has. I don't want to tell you. It's a. It's mainly a courtroom drama, but it's like about. A, it's it's a criminal. It's a, like a criminal thriller mm-hmm. that centers around a courtroom. Uh, Edward Norton is amazing in it. Richard Gere, I rarely enjoy him, but he is very mm-hmm. good in this. Um, I think does it have Laura Linney in it as well. Ooh, I love Laura I made Linney. that up. Is Ed Norton a good good guy or bad guy? Uh, it does have Laura Linney and Francis oh, McDormand. That is good. Is well, that's the, oh, is, um, that the is that the core of the movie? That, <laughs> the con the concept of the film is young altar boy Aaron Stampler, who is Edward Norton. His life is changed when he's accused of murdering uh, a priest. Oh. And Edward Gear is a lawyer, so that is the uh, the crux of the film. It's a very good film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do have it on. I did have it on IMDb. Here we go. Com- it, it's Command gone. F. It must oh, have it's made, been must have made way for something else. I know. Nah. Uh, I do very much enjoy it though. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's a very good um, twisty film, and it's good early Edward Norton mm. as well. So nice. I would enjoy that film. Uh, his second question, quickly. Wait, uh, he asks: Are there any of these type of nineties, early two thousand crime thriller films that you would suggest to watch mm. next? Um, I mean, I don't know what ones you haven't Seven's seen, but always a good like shout. Seven. Insomnia. Yeah, um, Not really a courtroom drama, but it's, it's a very thriller. bleak. It's crime thrillery. Mm-hmm. Bleak. Um, uh, uh, oh, oh, Fugitive. If you enjoyed, Kimball. yeah, the fugitive is amazing. If you enjoyed the courtroom drama aspects, then all the president's men is great. I didn't kill my wife. Uh, I don't <laughs> care. Why is Kermit on that, on trial? That's to me what Tommy Lee Jones sounds like. And Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford does have a bit of Kermit to him. He does. He's got a little bit. Of Kermit. He does. It's earlier, but Chinatown is amazing. I'm just going through some lists. Mm-hmm. LA Com- See, LA Confidential and Usual Suspects are both brilliant but... for that. But you do, they both do have Kevin Spacey. They've both been so tarnished. You, yeah, you I've still never that. seen LA Confidential. <laughs> oh, it's Prim- fantastic. Primal Fear is, a hundred and- Primal Fear is 131 on Sunday. There we there go. go. Good so on it's Sunday. a very good film. And I'd go The Untouchables mm. as well. Why not? There's a few crime thrillers Ooh. in there for you. Uh, or, do you know what people forget about collateral? Oh, I watched that I recently. It's really good fun. It's it's a yeah. bit like the ending's not very good, but it's a really fun ride to a slightly shit ending. Yeah, um, and a mad Mark Ruffalo performance yeah. as well. I I, I mean, <laughs> this obviously is extremely obvious, but if you haven't seen Silence of the Lambs, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you want to send in your feedback, send it to IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. We'd appreciate that. Uh, it would be very fun. Let us know what you think of Avengers. And keep the... T- There's been a lot of good emails mm. about Tenant. I imagine next week we might delve into Tenant more. I think so, I could see that happening. As yeah. long as they don't reveal mm-hmm. console release dates, which could happen. Uh, who, 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 who has a fucking clue at this point? Yes. Yep. But thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Lucy, for waking up so early. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. I've been a big fan of the podcast for a long time now, and so it's been very nice to be on. Oh. And also to chat with my yes, good so. friends, who I miss dearly. Uh, are we playing Overwatch today? Uh, we can do today, actually. Let me look at my cow. Uh, I think I'm free. <laughs> Let's leave it till after the podcast. 
Yeah, mate. No, I'm no, in. No. I'm in. Let's play Overwatch. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. Thank you very much. And oh, we oh. need music. Oh. Oh God. What music? What have we talked about? Ah. Lucy suggested your uh, current favorite song. Is there good spirit? Is there, is there good spirit? For no, 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 no. I want. I want Lucy's current <laughs> no. favorite song. Okay. My current favorite song. Oh, let's play "New Sensation" by NXS. Yes. <laughs> oh. I am just prolific. <sighs> cry, heard the name Mary Queen of Scots and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like for instance did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language in my podcast vulgar history we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part mini-series about the fascinating life of Mary Queen of Scots Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy complicated lives of women from the olden times Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.